How you doing, lady? Hey, hey, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm feeling warmed up and ready to go. Ooh, warmed up. I like it. I like it. Um, oh wait, you guys, quick question. Are we still doing what you're thinking? Or yeah. are okay, okay. Um so I guess I'll just go into that then. Um I don't no, know. you 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 messed up your flow. I know. Like now you're all stagnant and I know so. I don't I don't okay okay. I don't know where to go from here. Okay. Um uh I'll go. I'll go. How about you? You can always count on Wendy to do the intro. Just let Wendy intro, and then you take it over. Then the the conversation should First flow all, organically once she messes up. Watch me kill this. Hey, ladies! Welcome to the Fruitful Vine. My name is Wendy, and I am from Plan Prep. Take it, go. Hey, ladies. I'm Tori. And I'm Wendy. Welcome to The Fruitful Vine, where we delight in motherhood and life one honest conversation at a time. Hello, hello, and welcome to The Fruitful Vine. I am one of your hosts, Tori, from the Oglesby Ohana, and I am with my co-host, Wendy, who can never do an intro, you guys, (laughs) Uh, from Plan Prep Pray. We're so happy to be with you today on Podcast Wednesday. We will, we promise, we will be active on Instagram today. So take all your pictures, tag us so that we can repost it in our Fruitful Vine Instagram stories. How you doing, Wendy? I'm doing good. I really thought I had it that time. I really you know what? It. It, it was better. It was, I thought you had You it felt too. it, right? The I voice was warm and Maybe everything like that. Up. Like it was good. Like I was flowing, but then you got me excited. You threw up the, tum- the, the double thumbs up and I was like, oh my God, I'm doing really good. <laughs> too much pressure, too much pressure. I can't handle it. And then you just, and then you just disappeared. Literally you laughed until you fell off of the screen. <laughs> oh my Man. goodness. Um, I am feeling like I have graduated into a new parenthood like level. And we're going to talk about that today with our episode for sure. But because of it, again, I just, I feel like confidence is my word for this season. There's just, you can't tell me nothing guys. You can't tell me nothing. I got a lot of confidence and I'm feeling good. Like how I'm handling life right now. I feel like Wendy's favorite word, a boss. I love how we can really, really just piggyback off of one another. You know, she's confident. I'm not. So we've got this whole like good dynamic going, you know, like she feels like, hey, I, you know, got this parenting thing down and I feel as I am failing my children every single day. So I just love how we just, you know, you, you, you're my uh, positive to my negative. It's just, we, we attract. I love that. I love that. And hopefully when I, when it switches, when I become the bottom and I feel like I'm failing, hopefully you feel like you're, you're on top of the world. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Okay. You so- help lift me up. Good. And I help bring you down. So that's good. Like, right. That, that is friendship. And we're yes. going to be talking about that in this season as well. But let's talk about membership. Since it's new to this season, Wendy, remind our beautiful Vinettes 
uh, what membership is and how they can get involved. Yes. Last week was the first week of the Vinets, and we are just so thankful for all of you who have joined. And um, we can't wait to grab more of you guys, have more of you guys come and join the community and just grow with us as we will lift each other. That's right, ladies. That is what the fruitful vibe is. <laughs> how? How are you so consistent? Like consistently, just <laughs> terrible. Consistently terrible. Join the membership and see that clip. Exclusive access to that video clip of her falling out of the scene. Oh my God. Do you want us to say that or can you just say that? Uh, you could just uh, edit that right in there. Oh my gosh. You guys, there's so much that you want to see. Like you miss out on our like laughter that our uncontrollable laughter that does not. <laughs> that does because it would not. take up too much time and you can't explain what you cannot see. And that no. is just me falling over. Or like the looks that we give each other before we know the plane's crashing. Like you guys become a member so you can see all of it because it's truly hilarious. And I hope it makes you belly laugh like it makes us belly laugh. <sighs> so, Wendy, what you thinking? Anything new? What's happening in your brain? What you thinking? Huh. What am I thinking? <laughs> Oh my goodness. I love when you bring up these things from the middle of nowhere, like just pop it right in and just, you know, you know just really um, get me caught off guard. And then when the thing that I'm thinking is really inappropriate, then I have to think of something else, you know, and it's, I'm really enjoying this. It's so, my specialty. <laughs> so what am I thinking? All right. Well, I was thinking that um, shrinkflation. Mm. I was thinking. <laughs> he said, don't act surprised when things come up in the chat. You continue to act surprised when things come up in the chat. The thing is, I thought you were helping me think of something. We were just talking about shrinkflation. So I threw you a lifeline in the chat. Well, you could have just run with what we just spoke about. She didn't catch it. She, she didn't catch it. She didn't ah. catch it. All right. All right and over right. her head. My gosh, the unedited version of this is going to be amazing. <gasps> okay. <laughs> we don't plan these things, folks. Okay. So I am thinking about shrinkflation. No, you're not. <laughs> My God. Oh my goodness. All right. For real, for real. I am thinking about just how bad I am at podcasting. <laughs> and just like, yo, that two month rust is real. Yeah, yeah. You're a little rusty. You're just a little rusty. Just a little. What happened to being the positive oh. to my negative? <laughs> Listen, that is toxic positivity. <laughs> If I say you're not rusty, <laughs> oh my gosh. Speaking of toxic positivity, 
I was reading something and it, no, I was listening to a podcast and they were like, oh my God, yeah, because that's toxic, that's toxic positivity. And I was just like, well, if positivity can be toxic, we have no, like, where are we going? It really, really got under my skin. And I know, I know, like, yeah, sometimes everything's not fine. But like, does that mean we're being toxic with our positivity? Or are we just being optimistic? Like, where are we going with all of these rules? There's just, there's just so many rules. Like, with our words now in society that just is starting to drive me a little, little nuts, little nuts. I must say like, we got to get back to calling a spade a spade. Um, But I, I I don't, I don't know if we'll ever get there, but yeah, when I was, it it made my skin crawl. I was like, there's no hope. No, No, like, no, like there, you you can't, you, you literally don't know how to talk nowadays. Like you literally don't know what, to say you be offending people without even knowing it, like just a lot of things like what's up is down, what's down is up, what's left is like, there's so many rules. That's that Bible verse though. That's that Bible verse, right? During the end times, like right is wrong and up and is down and, and you're right. You're right. And that reminds me, Tori, what you thinking? (laughs) I'm thinking, you know what? I've been reading a book untamed. And this is not a book that I recommend to people who are. Oh, I don't know the word. I don't recommend this book to people who, um, who maybe have a dogmatic approach to life and religion and these things and these ideas. Um, but I'm loving it because it is challenging me. There's so many things she says that just make my brain explode and I I chew on and I don't accept everything she says, but I listen to it. And if you don't know anything about um, Glennon, oh, I don't even, Doyle, Glennon, Glennon Doyle. Yeah, that's her name. Um, She has a podcast. She used to be married. She used, used to be a Christian. She wrote a whole book about being a love warrior and how her and her husband overcame um, an affair and they got back together. And then she grew out of that and she fell in love with a woman. And this whole, her whole life is just quite a life. This person lives very differently than I do, but there's so many nuggets of wisdom and just the woman she is. And, you know, I'm all about like women and our stories and our journeys and how they shape us. And this book is just her heart on paper and it it's shaking something in me. It's definitely shaking something. I can relate to it. I think that if you haven't been through anything, if you haven't been through something that shook your world and turned your world upside down, then you're not going to relate to this book. But if you've been through something that shook your world, turned it upside down, made everything you thought you knew seem so confusing, then pick up this book because it's really good. And I I like a book that can challenge me and make me feel uncomfortable. And that's what, that's what you were thinking about. Yeah. Because literally that's a lot before we started recording, I was listening to it and I was like, Oh, I really want to record, but I really also just want to listen to this book because it's just so good. Oh, okay. 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 That makes it. I'm like, yo, you think about a lot while we're (laughs) 
Yeah. I mean, I do. I wouldn't recommend. I would switch brains with anybody. Don't say anybody. that. Don't say that. You, you never been well, in my head. Well, your head just seems so like. <laughs> this... I'm sorry. What? Our, our member ladies can see the members. Her. It just seems so like, well, A and then B, it seems so mathematical. It is. Yeah. It is. Mine I, is, I have mine no is creativity. <laughs> I have no creativity in my mind at all. No. Oh, yeah, no. Mine is like just light bulbs of creativity. And that's why if you're part of my membership, you know this. We talk about this all the time. That's why my brain, my brain does not hold space for like details or numbers or like I still, Justin has had the same phone number since high school and I still don't have it memorized because my brain doesn't hold details like that. But my brain holds big ideas it's weird no my brain holds all the details like Mm -hmm. I I remember explaining to Sam how I memorized my pin number which is not my pin number anymore so don't come for me but like I was like it's three five five four it's three and then you're like, oh, four is going to come next. Nah, nah, we're going to trick you with a five. All right, cool, cool. So it's going to be six. No, no, no. It's another five. And then a uh, seven. No, no, no. Four. Ah, you didn't see it coming. But like that's. See, bizarre. What you just did blew my mind. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> I told you it's very. This is your brain. Yes. This is Wendy's brain. And then very, very two plus two equals four. Just very, I'm like, well, it doesn't have to be four. (laughs) That's not two plus two equals four. That's two plus two equals 22. The explanation makes no sense. (laughs) (laughs) It makes no sense. Oh, it's a three. So you think it's going to be a four. Aha, Fuji is a five. (laughs) Illogical. To the brains of someone who, with mental health issues. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she lost me on that very it quickly. It doesn't make sense. No. The point is, the point is numbers. It, the point is, it makes sense to Wendy. Yes, I love all the numbers. I love math and science. Like that's just where my mind is at. And you remind me a lot of Journey just now. Me? Yeah. With what? I don't know. Just like how you're describing how your brain works. I'm just like, oh, yeah. that is so journey. That is journey. I, the, as we evolve into mother and daughter, I'm just starting to see. So I used to blame like all of her like daydreaming and everything on her father. And now I'm like, oh no, it's, it's definitely me. <laughs> Cause j- while Justin does have like ADHD, he also has a very, like practical logical mind um there's no practical logical mind ding in mind and journey nothing nothing yeah um speaking of journey this is a great segue to our topic today so we are talking about parenting at growing kids uh so if you knew any if you know anything about growing kids um their brains start to change, right? They go from being our little babies that do and say anything we say. Um, They believe what we tell them they believe. They don't challenge. They're just these cute little babies, right? Well, now 
I have kids um, who are realizing, oh, wait, my brain works and I get to decide things. I get to see and challenge what mom and dad say. I get a say so in my human experience. And guys, I don't know how I feel about that. I'm feeling very, um, so, and this is what makes my dad such a great dad because he just, he let me believe and say what I wanted to believe and say. And he would always play devil's advocate and challenge me. And I love that because it made me know why, well, well, why do you believe what you say you so, you know, passionately believe? Um, But when it comes to your kids challenging you and making valid points as to why they believe that this is actually okay, even though you say it's wrong, mom. um, Wow. Talk about a humbling teaching experience. Yes, yes, yes. Here's 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 where I'm going to challenge you. Yes, I agree. I, I think that we need to teach our children how to validate their points. You know what I mean? Like how to speak for themselves, how not to just believe anything that is given to them and take it as law and take it as fact and um, all those things. I 100% agree. But within the same breath, I do believe that we are, or as a Christian Mom, I do believe that we are ambassadors for God for our children, if you know what I'm saying. So you could come to me, but you got to come to me respectfully. Like I, I can handle a challenge per se, but it ha- you have to still honor me as your mother, you still have to honor me. You still have to honor your father. There is, um, nowadays, a lot of the times I see a lot of what I want. It's all about what I want. It's all about me, this sense of entitlement in children. And I feel a lot of times that kids feel as if their ish don't stink. Nope. Can't use that. <laughs> you can. I just feel like there's this sense and it's with social media, it's with um, this new type of parenting age, this new um, positive parenting type of feel where it's like, and I've fallen into that where it's like, they got to be able to talk. They got to be able to say whatever they, whatever is inside of them, or it's going to kill them or whatever the situation is. But what I'm beginning to realize is they're beginning to lose their obedient, their ability to be obedient. They're beginning to lose their ability to seek wisdom of those that have been there before you and value it outside of what makes them feel comfortable and what they want to do. If you'd allow me to interject really quickly, I would just say like, I would caution against using like positive parenting as a pejorative, as though it was some kind of like a negative, negative thing. Um, but then I'd also like to reiterate that like, it's important to give your kids voice of when to speak, but it's also important to teach them when not to speak. 
when's an appropriate time for them to voice their opinions and when's a time to hold to dial it back as well well i think you're right wendy um but i think that for for my parenting for my home there has to always be conversations there has to be space to have conversations Everything you said sounds great if kids were robots, but kids are not robots. And I think that for a certain, you know, up until Journey was eight, um, it was yes, mom. Yes, mom. Okay. Yeah. Because they know that we're their parents and we ultimately want what's best for them. Right. Um, And now when Journey came to us, we told her something. And this was the first time she said, well, I just don't agree. And I would like to talk to you and dad about it. That's exactly how she said it. But see, that's that's different, Tori. That's not that's not what I'm talking about at all. That's completely respectful. That's completely. Right. Well, so, right. Right. So what I'm saying is that, I mean, that a kid should never feel like like uh, I can't imagine a kid going why would you come to me disrespectfully if you wanted me to give you something? Do you know what I mean? Like there are kids what? that tell their parents no, just no. And there's, the parent wait, says wait, that wait, there's wait, nothing wait, they can wait. do because they gotta respect their body. Wait, what? <laughs> like there's nothing that's their body, that's their voice. Who are they to who is the parent to Okay, tell- so let's back up. Let's back up. Let's back up. So let's say we're talking, we are coming from um, Christian households or, or households who, um, follow God's, God's way. Okay. Mm -hmm. So uh, like you're losing me because (laughs) I don't understand how I, 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 well, what the notion is, and, and I want to reiterate what Sam said is very true let's not all put it under, there's nothing wrong with positive parenting. Like we want to be, we don't want negative parenting. We want positive parenting. Love positive parenting. Yes. Yes. I want to say that. But with that, people take it to the extreme or to the other side with everything. It's about balance, but people take it to the other side where it's like, it's almost as if you have no right to stifle their voice yeah so no. the voice says no it is they are a person their no should count even in the sense that like oh okay so when um uh when they're in some sort of situation now they know that their no don't doesn't count because when they tell you no you don't listen okay no that's hoopla i'm not talking about that <laughs> i'm sorry guys we got to call a spade a spade i'm talking about you're growing child respectfully growing up and and respecting where you and dad stand but also just saying okay but wait i i do have a i have an opinion on this now and can i talk about it um and that's what journey did and let me even in that respectful way wendy i got uncomfortable instantly I felt like my beliefs and what and how we want to raise you her was being attacked. And I, I immediately, immediately got um on the defense, right? Mm-hmm. And then 
I, I said, OK, well, when your dad comes home, we, we can talk about it, like have everything written down, though, because, you know, your daddy's not going to let anything slide and he's going to come with you with a lot of arguments back. Mm. So after dinner, we sat down and we had this discussion. And when I tell you I was so proud of all three of us mm. for one, creating a space where we could have this conversation Two, I was proud of Justin for letting go of for hearing journey. Uh, and three, I was proud of myself for not crying at the end of it. Um, cause I cry over everything, but essentially the argument was journey wanted to watch a TV show that her father and I were just like, we can't let you, this has something inappropriate to us in it. And, and we, and you know what it is. And we, that's where we draw the line. Mm-hmm. And she essentially was like, yeah, I, I understand that that is inappropriate. And I agree but I like this TV show and I don't understand why, because of this one thing that I know is wrong already. And, and it's in, I don't understand why I can't enjoy my TV show. Um, and Justin, you know, was like, honey, TV shows like they, this, he broke it all down. Yes. Um, this is propaganda. It, it does this. Yada, yada, oh, it's yada. feeding into your mind slowly yes, something, yes. and then you all of a sudden become desensitized to it and stuff. Yes. Like that. And she was like, yes, I understand that it does that to some people, but it's not going to do that to me. I've been around and this is where, this is where Justin just lost the battle because she said, well, I've been around your family and I've seen how your family does stuff. And I've been in weird situations with them. And you see that that doesn't make me think that any of that is okay. She said, I know who I am and that's not going to change. And, and, you know, she's, she's nine. It is going to, it is going to change. She's going to evolve. She's going to change. But hearing that, but hearing her say that and hearing her stand on what she knew and who she knows herself to be right now was powerful and it made a mark. And so we all came to this conclusion that this is how we feel about it, but maybe we can make allowances for everybody. Maybe, maybe you can watch a show once a week with a parent watching it with you and, and we'll be, we, we, it was just this part of parenting that I never experienced until that moment. It was this part of like, you are developing as a young person and you are beginning to think about things and see things differently. And um, I am here to guide you. Your father's here to guide you, but ultimately it, it has to be a conversation, I guess, is what I'm, what I'm coming to. And what I'm learning is we want our kids so bad to just, we, Hey kid, I've been here before. Okay. I've done it. Listen to me because I know what I'm talking about, but I guess I just realized a part of parenting is also letting them trusting ourselves that we've raised them in a certain way that they're going to be okay. Um, and, and that was a big thing that she said, she said, you not letting me watch this show makes me feel like you don't have trust in me. And that was very eye opening because I mean, if trust isn't at the center of every relationship, then I don't know what kind of relationship you have. Uh, I don't know if any of this is making sense. So I'll go ahead and let you talk. No, no, it does. It really, No, no, it does. It really has. It's made a lot of sense to me. Um, I know that I have for a while 
um, taken a lot of the way that my children are and the things that they do very personal, very much as an attack on my parenting and on just my religion, just whatever the situation is on me. Um, I still struggle with that. If I'm going to be like just real raw and honest, I still struggle with that. Um, I remember one of my friends telling me, look, uh, you can't, you can't mess up God's plan. No matter what you do, you're not going to mess up God's plan. Like God is greater than you messing up his plan. So it, whatever he's called your children to, they will be able to, they will be that no matter what you do. I mean, I'm looking at, um, uh, my husband who, who's been through the ringer with his family and how wonderful of a father and how wonderful of a husband he is. And I think to myself, hey, it's not like he learned that in the home. You know what I mean? So you can't mess up God's plan. And there's so many stories of people who, and maybe this is what this episode is for. I just want moms to take the pressure off. Like you, there's so many amazing roses that grew from concrete. Um, there's so many people who were given very little, not given a Christian home to grow up into and still have forged on to become some of God's greatest soldiers, right? Like, That's right. It, it's not about what you can do as a parent. It's not about how obedient you can make your kid. It, like God has a plan and, and it's not, it, it, like you said, it's so beyond anything that I could do anything. And even all the messed up parts in our stories, you know, maybe you didn't come from a Christian household. Maybe you have a dark past, like God uses that. Hello. Have we read the Bible? God doesn't use these perfect people who come from perfect families. He used, he uses messed up people. I don't really know how that got from there to there, but it, it with parenting, I, I just want to pray for all of us parents, parenting kids who are growing in a world, growing up in a world that we did not grow up in. This world is very different now. Um, we have to lay it at rest a little bit and trust that we're not parenting them alone. That's There's the Holy Spirit. Exactly. That's exactly where she led to is that, you know, like you can't, you can't mess up God's plan. And so you need to take yourself out of the equation and allow God to speak through, to you through your kids and allow and teach your kids how to search for God's heart when it comes to certain things, whatever the situation may be. And so that's actually one of what, one of the things that I talk about in um, what's changing in our homeschool year this year is that I want to teach my kids how to search after God's own heart. I want to teach them to go to God for difficult questions and go to the Bible for difficult questions and seek those answers and be diligent in prayer, be diligent in, in, in coming to us with whatever difficulties they may be going through and us being able to direct them to God's heart and what he says about certain things, because I'm broken. I'm, I don't have all the answers, not even to the difficult questions that my son asked me on a daily basis. <laughs> and like, I don't have all the answers. And a lot of times I need to turn back 
to the word to see what it says about certain things. And I need to um, pull from prayer and just be like, hey, I really don't know. I got to really pray about that and let you know um, what God lays on my heart. I got to teach my son how to listen to the Holy Spirit, how like like all the things that no one taught me. I just feel like he's one step up, you know what I mean, than where I was at his age. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I feel like some of those things are unteachable. Some of those things they have to experience, right? right. You have to, you have to walk through the fire to understand what it means to have God with you in the fire. Like there's some things that our kids just are going to have to live through. I remember when I used to go to church, this sweet old lady came up to me one day and said, and I was so stressed. I was a young mommy journey was like, maybe a month old. And I was just crying in church. And she came up to me and she said, you know what? Sometimes you just have to live a little longer to understand it all. Yep. And that's so true. And I look back and I'm like, she knew what she was talking about. I, you just got to live longer. Sometimes you have to live through things that make you trust God in order to know what trusting God looks like. And mamas let your humanity point your children to God. Let your brokenness point them to God. Um, I tell my kids every day, hey, I'm going to fail you a lot. I love you a lot, but there's somebody who loves you more than mom and dad. And there's someone who's never going to fail you. And that's God. So you should get to know him. Um, And And a lot of the times they follow more what you do than what you say. Amen. So make sure that what you want to see in them, what you try to be in them, make sure you are that. No pressure. (laughs) Just saying. (laughs) Oh my goodness. No, because difficult questions are real. Difficult questions are expected. Are Um, you, how, how are you, you know, as Sean is growing, how are you and Sam? Well, one of the big things is that and this is something that Sam ha- has been like drilling into Sean is that we don't have all the answers and that's okay. It's okay not to have all the answers. Yeah. Like, like, like it's okay to say, I don't know. Um, we don't have all the answers and that's fine. Uh, I think a lot of the times we keep searching for answers or we make up answers. Um, but all that to say, when he comes to us with difficult questions, we obviously like, I love the fact that you waited for Justin to get home. Like y'all tag team this. Um, I, Girl, I, I was like, eh. and, I, and I texted Justin like, Hey, just so you know, heads up. <laughs> heads up. Love that. I love. And, and you have to recognize the blessing with like within that, you know what I mean? Being raised by a single mom who did not and. She did not have easy kids. Not me. I was an angel. But uh, <laughs> for the record, as if we didn't already know. <laughs> but all that to say, she did not have easy kids and she had to do it on her own. Those phone calls from from school, that was her. Um reckless behavior, car accidents, whatever the situation is, that was her. I thank God every single day, no matter how annoying he can be, that I've got a partner to walk through this with. So I 100% um, would say 
If you've got one, talk to your significant other. If you don't got one, find a friend because friends sometimes, girl. And even, or if you're separated or divorced, like yes. from your husband, um, Open I that just line pray, of communication. I pray that, yeah, I pray that you guys still have that. Like, listen, I know we're not together, but these kids are ours. ours. Yep. yep. And we, we need to be on the same page with that. Right there with you. Yes. 100%. Um, agree. Uh, <laughs> protect. No, no, no. Here's what I'm going to say. Protect the friendship for the sake of your children yes. when it comes to like divorce and separated. Absolutely. Absolutely. 1000%. Amen. I'm not saying stay in a broken marriage or in a broken relationship, but if you've got some control over it, protect that friendship because yeah. your kids will come for you and they'll separate and divide you. Yeah. And if it, yeah, like we're just saying, if it's possible, if it then, is. and if it is possible, like consider yourself so blessed and lucky yes. too, because that is so beautiful. Divorce doesn't have to rip a family. It, yeah. it, you're divorcing each other. It doesn't have to be this evil, ugly thing. Yeah. If you guys can, um, if you can find a way to communicate um, for the sake of the children, resolve whatever. But anyways, not speaking from experience. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump out. Um, um, con- get, get, get your significant other um, would be m- one of my number one things. And also, dare I say, pray about it. You know, like, um, I think that we underestimate prayer, that we underestimate the power of prayer. Usually prayer is a last resort. I challenge you guys to make it your first resort. Mm -hmm. Like when you don't know the answer to something, pray about it, Um, especially when it comes to your children and questions that they may have. And And then voice that to them, right? Okay. Let mommy, let mommy pray about that. Yes. Yes. And maybe even pray with them. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I would also challenge you before you get all your opinions out there, have an open mind, sit down and really have a conversation. Um, But within, with a listening ear, you know what I mean? And what a beautiful place to practice slow to speak, quick to listen. Like what, that's what this world needs. So absolutely, Wendy, what a beautiful, why would you not want to practice that within your home with your own children? Yep. And I'm not saying that like, girl, just let them talk. Like, no, like I know it's hard. Okay. Because sometimes they'll be talking to you like, Ooh, Ouch. Ooh. Okay. Hold on. Or, or, or frankly, like, okay, that makes no sense. Please stop talking. You need to live longer. (laughs) Dude. Like, this is how I feel when I'm talking to my son, like, yo, I can see where you're making these connections, but just no, like legit, just no, and they need to hear that. Sometimes <laughs> they need to hear that. Just tell them you like, just gonna live longer. But one hundred percent, I would say listen because if you stop listening, they will stop talking. Hear Ooh. that again. I say that again. If you stop listening, they will stop talking. And these little things will become big things and they will not search your heart for it. Mic drop. End of episode. That was so good. 
Okay, to wrap up the previous conversation, I just wanted to share with your listeners, right? Parents.com created a, a article from 2019 written by Kate Rockwood that said five ways to make tough conversation with kids easier, right? So quick bullet points. To time it right was number one, to also rehearse beforehand. So uh, what you were saying as far as like telling Justin in advance so he had opportunity to think about what he was going to say, how he was going to say it. Uh, three, speak on their level. Use words that they're going to understand that are appropriate for them. Uh, tip four is to validate the moment and validate their feelings. Don't make them feel as though they don't have a reason for feeling the way they feel and um, validate their opinion. Tip five is to check back in. So not to just let it sit there, but also to then go back with them and then check on to see how they're feeling and if they felt as though they were heard. So those are the five tips from parent.com about how to have tough conversation with your kids. No, I'm it not going to land the plane. You're going to say, thank you for da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Remember that da 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 Land the plane. Okay. Never mind. All right, ladies, we hope you enjoyed this episode and let us know how you are handling tough conversations with your growing little people. Uh, Go on Instagram, shout us out so we can all talk over there and we'll be back next Wednesday. Right, Wendy? Yes, yes. I can't wait until next Wednesday. Why do I sound so horrible at this? Bye, y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness. Go back. Okay. Oh, um, so rusty. I'm like, it's like, I've, it's like, I've never recorded a podcast. I don't think I've ever been quite this bad. No, no, this is a whole new level. But <laughs> when I say right, Wendy, you just say that's right, ladies. And also make sure to check out um, the Vinets membership yes, yes, and then yes. close us out. Okay. Okay. Bye. You have to be quiet. Okay, go. What did I say? Um, did it, did it... Right, Wendy? Oh, right. What, what was I saying right to? <laughs> uh, that's right, Tori. And make sure to check out our membership. Oh, oh yes. And we'll be back next week. Or... Wait, that... wait. Oh, go potty. Go, go. Run, run. What do you mean? Go under, go under. Good job. Right, Wendy? That's right. You guys have to check out our membership. This episode was rough, rough, rough. So you get all these fun, special bloopers. There's even special guests in this episode. You don't want to miss it. Right? Say right. Nothing. She's not going to say nothing. But if you had the membership, you'd see how cute she is. (laughs) All right, ladies. Until next time. Bye. Ladies, thank you so much for spending your time with us today. We pray that you remember to lean into the one true vine while you are busy being the fruitful vine. Until next time. Bye. Bye. Why is that the first time that we actually did it at the same time?